Aftershark MMA Show. This is Jim the Podcast Sherpa from Too Many Podcasts, and you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA Show. Let's get ready to podcast! Hi everyone, I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA Show, where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. To me, we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the Click the Support button found at anchor.fm slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark spelled with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the Mark the Shark MMA Show Facebook page. Page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action thriller suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com, and paperback version only on BarnesandNoble.com, and the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorta. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on Amazon.com and paperback format on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by Defense Soap. Defend what you have built. Used by all jiu-jitsu and MMA athletes to prevent skin infections. Save 15% with the code MarkTheSharkMMAShow. This episode is also brought to you by Audible. You will get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day trial. guys welcome to this week's edition of mark the shark mma show and this week we'll be doing a bellator recap this one will be bellator 246 featuring the main event of juan archuleta fighting patchy mix so get ready hold on to your seats when we come back we'll be coming back with a fight by fight recap with the shark. All right, guys. See you in a few seconds. Hey, everyone. It's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything with Me podcast, and you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show.
Hi everyone, I have a brand new book for you to read called The Memoirs of a Bag Boy. F this job, written by J.G. Shigeo. The story is about what goes on in a retail business. The stories will blow your mind. You can find the book at Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com as well as other places. You can find out more at www.books2read.com slash memoirs of a bag boy F this job. Check it out today. Hey guys, I got another book recommendation for you this week. It's a book called Blessed. Expect the Unexpected. It's available on Amazon by Nicholas Zaki. He talks about his uh, travels around the world and and how um, he even almost died on one of his trips. It's a pretty interesting read. I recommend it for you guys to check out today. It's available on Amazon. Again, the name of the book is called Blessed. Expect the Unexpected. Available paperback, Kindle, and hardcover. Available on Amazon.com. Check it out today. Hey guys, just want to let everybody know that if you're looking for a good suspense thriller action novel, check out the book written by me, Mark Bashar, called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. If you go to my website now, Books, you can get an autographed signed copy for only $8 plus shipping. Again, go to www.retortofamilybooks.com. break and then our first fight we're going to be talking about is Derek Campos who fought another opponent by the name of Keani Diggs okay now I'll give you guys a heads up the first few matches in this particular event end up the same way <laughs> um, I don't want to ruin it too much but I'll get into it Anyway, so, with Derek Campos, which is the first fight of this Bellator event, um, there was a very good stand-up. I mean, Campos is a very well-rounded guy. Very good wrestler. Decent strikes. So it wasn't, you know, surprising to see that there would be a good stand-up action. Um, what I did notice is he threw a lot more uh, leg kicks this time. And um, he got taken down by uh, by Diggs and then in round two um, but he was able to you know and then he got taken down and Diggs um, took his back Diggs is a very good jiu-jitsu guy I was very surprised it was my first time watching him fight so I was very impressed um, he took his back tried to rear naked choke in round one but Derek was able to uh, hold it off till the second round um, but in round two, it seemed like, I guess, Diggs wore Derek out because he was on the feet. He was getting out kickboxed by uh, Diggs. And then in round three, uh, we took Derek down again a few times, but Derek was able to get to his feet. But in the end, he got another takedown. He was able to take his back and choke him out. In the last, I mean, it was the very last second of the third round. So... Um, like I said, uh, Diggs is, was, is a very good fighter. Um, Compost is no slouch either. 
Um, let's take a look at the records. Compost, he's been in the Dell Tour for a while now. He's got um, 20 wins, 11 losses, so over 30 fights. Um, he's in his 30s now, so he's getting up there. But, I mean, he's been in Bellator for since 2012. Um Yeah, when he fought Rich Clemente, a fighter from the USC. But, I mean, he's been in there for a while. There's Keon Diggs. Um, he's fairly new. He's only had nine fights, nine wins. He's 9-0 with this fight. Um, yeah, he's only been in Bellator since 2017. But, yeah. And what's, you know... He's a really good submission. All his fights pretty much end up in a submission, except he's got one TKL and uh, a favor. Take that back. He's only been in Bellator twice. This is his second fight in Bellator. Anyway, coming up next, we'll be featuring a, uh, a fight between another female UFC fighter. So she be pretty good. Um, she actually broke records in the world of MMA. She's been she's from the UFC. We are talking about Liz Kamuch. So when we come back, we'll talk about that fight. That'll be the second fight at Bellator 246. All right, guys, we'll be back after this break. Marcus Sander was a normal family man. Till he was captured by the Nazis, imprisoned and tortured. His only means of survival was to become a vampire. Now his only fear is how to keep his daughter safe. But not only from the Nazis, but from the creatures of the Dark World. Marcus the Vampire, the first book in the Dark World Chronicle series. Now available at www.retortofamilybooks.com and on Amazon.com. Get it now. Alright guys, now on to the second fight in Bellator 246. Now, this one features two women fighters, Liz Carmouche and her opponent, Deanna Bennett. Now, I don't know if anybody listening to this remembers, but Liz Kamuch actually broke a record. She was, I think, her fight with Ronda Rousey, if I'm not mistaken, was the uh, first women's fight in um, the UFC, if I'm not mistaken. So, I just remember being a historical event for uh, women's MMA. Um, this was back in 2013 where she lost to Ronda Rousey <laughs> not surprisingly by an arm bar in the first round in 4 minutes and 49 seconds now Liz Camouche has been around for a long time she's got 14 wins 7 losses um, and her opponent in this particular match is a very big woman 
big, strong woman. Um, with 10 wins and 7 losses. Um, she comes from Invicta, um, primarily. But she was also on the Ultimate Fighter 26. Um, where she lost a fight to Melinda uh, Fabian. But primarily, she's been in Invicta. I mean, she's got tons of fights in Invicta. Um, so anyway, let's go over the match. All right, in this particular match, it was clearly evident uh, that Kamush wanted to use her wrestling. She did a lot of takedowns in this fight. Um, in the first two rounds, um, she did a lot of takedowns. Um, but somehow, in this, there was one point in the first round where uh, she lost control. She was able to take the opponent down by unable to control her. Um, so there was a lot of standing up in the first round, back and forth. Towards the end of the round, Liz tried um, to do a heel hook, but lost it. Um, then in the uh, round three, um, she was able to take her down again. And... She wins by a rear naked choke in the third round. Now, what I want you to remember is in the other fight, that was a rear naked choke. <laughs> so this is what I was telling you. The first couple of fights end up the same way. Um, I've seen that before. And uh, I, forget what, I think it might have been the UFC where there were a couple of fights or it might have been Bellator where there was a case where some of the fights ended up in the same. And I think they were all um, guillotine chokes that particular night. But in this particular event, it was all rear naked chokes, um, which is not surprising. Um, out of most jiu-jitsu attacks, um, particularly for MMA, the chokes tend to be a lot better, in my opinion, than most other submissions. And particularly when you're doing it from the back, um, back attacks are even more effective because you can render your opponent useless, especially if you trap the arms. Uh, if any of you guys follow um, Gordon Ryan or any of members of the death squad, like his brother, Nicky Ryan or Gary Tonin, a lot of those guys, I mean, obviously they were well known for their leg locks, but... Um, they tend to get away with uh, away from it to show how well-rounded they are um, in their last few matches. And if you notice, um, they've been winning a lot of matches by rear naked chokes. Um, so much to the point that John Denner actually put out an instructional DVD on it on BJJ Fanatics on a system with rear naked chokes. So, yeah. Rear naked chokes are the way to go, other than the guillotine chokes. Um, I would say those two are the highest percentage chokes. Occasionally, you see a Darce choke in there as well. But it's always better if uh, if you're on the ground to take your opponents back, If you, if you're especially if you're a submission artist. So, yeah, Ms. Kamush was able to uh, defeat her opponent. And our opponent was a lot bigger than her um, with a rear naked choke. Now, when we come back, speaking of submissions and a death squad, 
we'll be discussing a match between Henzo's younger brother, Neiman Gracie, and, and John Finch, former UFC fighter. I think he was one of the few guys that ever got kicked out of the UFC for not losing. That the guy was like 17 and 0 when he got kicked out of the UFC. I think he only lost one fight, and that was to George St. Pierre before he got kicked out. Um, unbelievable. But you know, the guy went on to win the, uh, the World Series of Fighting um, World Championship belt, which I think later on became the PFL. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to discussing that match after this short break. This is to all you parents out there. Are you looking for a great book for your child to read? Well, look no further. Christina Retorto has done it again by putting out a sequel to her first book in the Invisible Girl series. The sequel is called A Little Bit Louder. Get it now at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com or RetortoFamilyBooks.com. Again, the book is called A Little Bit Louder, written by Christina Retorto. What's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the show. All right, guys. We are now back. Now, the next match, Neiman Grayson versus John Finch. Now, I would have to be honest here. I am a little biased when it comes to jujitsu guys. Um, I like to see them win. I love. I actually prefer good submission or a good knockout, especially if it's done in a technical manner. And Neiman Gracie, in my opinion, um, out of all the Gracies that have been in MMA, I think is probably the best one. Um, granted, his cousin, Hogger Gracie, won a world championship, I believe, in one. Did okay in strike force. Flopped in the UFC. I think it had to do with nerves. But, uh, no, Neiman Gracie um, seems to be the real deal. I mean, a stand, and what I mean by I think he's the better Gracie is I think he's more rounded than most of the Gracies. He's got very good kicks, decent boxing. Um, I think he's in the Bellator. I think he's only got one loss. He's currently 10 and one. And I think all his, you know, he's fought in uh, World Series of Fighting, but he only lost once in Bellator and that's with, against Rory McDonald. And that went the full five rounds. So it was by unanimous decision. Um, now Finch, as I was stating before, um, if you follow MMA, you know who he is. He's been around for a long time. He's got 42 fights, 32 wins, eight losses, one draw. Um, he fought George St. Pierre for the belt, and I think that was the, uh, I thought that was his last match, but apparently his last match was against Damian Maya, which he lost. Um, prior to that, 
He fought Eric Silva, beat him. He lost to John Hendricks. Before that, he lost to BJ Penn. So he did have a few losses. So I have to stand corrected before he got kicked out. But um, he did fight George St. Pierre for the title in 2008 and lost it. But needless to say, I mean, 32 wins, eight losses. That's a pretty damn good record. But let's go back to Neiman Gracie. Now, Neiman Gracie is a very um, accomplished uh, grappler. I believe he's a Pan Am champion. I'm going to look it up right now just to confirm. But yes, he trains over at Henzo Gracie Academy in New York City. He is a bronze medalist in the world championships as both a purple and blue belt. Um, he got a bronze medalist in uh, Nogi um, world championships um, as a black belt. And he is a gold medalist in purple belt Nogi Jiu-Jitsu on uh, Pan Ams for Nogi. And a brown belt, he got the bronze. Um... He won the Pan Am, Pan Ams as a purple belt. Um, very accomplished champion. He's won placed multiple times. IBGF. He's a Grappler's Quest Brownway champion, 2011. Um, yeah, very well accomplished. Um, coming out of the Enzo Gracie Academy. Kind of makes me want to go back. I'm kind of scared to go back to the chronics. I'm not exactly young chicken. <laughs> but uh, let me know what you guys think. Well, anyway, so getting back to this fight. Um, I was very shocked. And the reason why I'm going to say it's very shocked is because Gracie was able to out-wrestle Finch. <laughs> and Finch is predominantly a, his whole life he was a wrestler. And Gracie was able to out-wrestle him. Um, in the in the match, he did some weird takedown, dude. He then he did he went upside down, tried on the heel hook, and then went back. And then he went got back to their feet and he got his back again. And then he he was doing going for a knee bar and an arm bar at the same time. And he even went for umpata. All and this all happened in round one. He I mean he just changed submissions to submissions. He didn't let Fitch breathe. And then round two, he took Finch down again. Um, he even outboxed. Then he somehow got stood back up, and he was able to outbox him, in a, you know, on the feet. And then in the end, the second round, he won. He got him in a heel hook. In the second round, with only 13 seconds left in the round. So again. I mean, it's a different type of submission, but the first three fights, the Bellator event all ended in submission. So it looks like Jiu-Jitsu is having a little bit of a comeback. So that's good to see. All right, guys. So when we come back, we're going to be going over the main event. Juan Archuleta versus Patchy Mix for the Bantamweight title.
Hi everyone, this is Mark the Shark Retorto. Just want to make sure that everyone's following me, not only here on this podcast, but on my new live show that's hosted on Twitch. You can watch it at twitch.tv slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. And it's Mark with a C and not a K. And I air a new episode every Saturday. So check it out. Are you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at www.marktheshark.mmashow.com where we sell t-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want. Check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show and be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto? Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website. Sign up. Take advantage of the wild range growth of the sport of MMA and be have your business and service advertised to millions of listeners that listen to this podcast every week worldwide from everywhere. Check it out. www.marktheshark.mmashow.com Moments podcast, and you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. Hi, everyone. This is Mark the Shark Retorta, sending a message to all the fans out there. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help support it by making a small donation. It could be anywhere from a dollar, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine. It could even be a monthly donation. Any amount is appreciated. To donate to this money to this podcast, go to www.marktheshark.mmashow.com. Again, that's www.marktheshark.mmashow.com. All right, guys, you can keep up to date and see what's going to happen with the show by following us on our social media pages. You can follow us on Facebook at Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark with a C and not a K. And that's on Twitter at Mark BJJ Fighter. Again, that's Mark with a C and not a K. And, of course, on Instagram at Mark underscore Retorto. That's Mark, M-A-R-C underscore Retorto, R-I-T-O-R-T-O. Keep up to date and follow us. All right. We are at the end. The main event featuring Archuleta versus Patchy Mix. <laughs> Now, I always like Archuleta, um, primarily because he reminds me of one of my, the jiu-jitsu instructor who gave me my brown belt, Luis Caron. So if you're listening, Luis, I'm giving you a big shout out. He has a school out in Clifton, New Jersey called uh, Rise Up Jiu-Jitsu Now. It used to be called Caron BJJ back in the day. 
Um, so big shout out to him. Anyway, Orangeletta, if I'm not mistaken, I think he had, prior to coming to the Bellator, he had four world titles, one in each different weight class. If I am not mistaken, I'm going to verify that in a second. Um, but, I mean, since he's been on Bellator, the only person um, to beat him, I think, was Pitbull. Yeah. Um, since he's been in there. He's got 25 fights. Tw- uh, 27 fights, 25 wins, 2 losses. Great record. The other guy had was 13-0 coming into this one. Um, so let me verify that. I'm pretty sure... Art, uh, Archuleta had uh, four belts. I think I kind of remember um, mentioning that on the fight. Yes. And this event was, if I'm not mistaken, it was for the Bantamweight title. Yeah. He won the Can Cage Championships four times. Lightweight, featherweight, bantamweight, and light welterweight. Um, and he won the California Fight League Championships. Um, Gladiator. Yeah, so he's pretty much has, he has a lot of belts. I don't know if those belts or, I mean, those King Cages were um, amateur or if they were pro. Because I know they have both pro and amateur one of them, he actually defended the title three times. So I think this guy is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Um, he was in the Division One wrestler. Um, I believe he trains with a UFC fighter, too. Um, just can't think of the name of the guy he trains with. But anyway, let's get into the details of this fight. Um, and just so you know, this wasn't his first title match. I think the fight against Pitbull was for the belt too, but he just lost. Um, and then it became vacant. So, in this particular match, uh, Patchy was trying to take him down for most of the round and actually dominated him on the ground. Um, ver- another very good jiu-jitsu guy. He was doing like some weird stuff that I've never seen people do in MA. He was trying for, like in round two, he tried for, um, like in round one, he had Juan's back, but Juan was able to defend until the bell rang. Round two, Apache was going for an inverted triangle. I've never seen anybody do that in MMA. I mean, it, it was weird. Um, then he got back to the feet again. Then he took him down again. He had Juan's back. He had Juan in a lot of weird positions. Um, but Juan was able to escape and get and uh, hold him on the ground and get some good knees to the body. Then in round three, I don't, I don't know what happened to Patchy. Uh, I don't know if it was uh, Juan just changing his, his fight rhythm and he was able, or he just got the or his opponent just got tired or what. But he was actually able to, he was starting to outstrike Patchy. Patchy wasn't able to get him down. He was doing a lot more stick and move, um, getting a lot of rips and shots uh, to the body of Patchy. Um, 
so something changed from round two to three. Um, it just seemed like Patchy was just... He wasn't trying for takedowns. I don't know if he just abandoned him or he just felt like he could take one on the feet, which is weird because um, I believe... Juan's got a lot of knockouts on this record. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he's got like a few knockouts on his record. So I, I really didn't know what was going on there. And then in round four, he just overran him again with the striking. Apache wasn't able to, to take him down. And, Round five, the same thing. Um, he was just—he just seemed faster on the feet. I don't know what Patchy was thinking. Why he didn't try to take him to the ground after round two? Um, yeah, but Juan did it. He won by unanimous decision, and McCain is now the new Bellator bantamweight title. Um, yeah, and I, I think he's going to be there for a while, man. Um, yeah, I don't know, um, who will be fighting next, but, uh, I like to see him, like, hold on to that belt for as long as he can. I think he's a, a very good fighter. Um, the fact that he's held several belts in several organizations I think that shows it he's got what two losses what did they say yeah yeah only two losses 25 win that's a very good record so be uh, good to see well anyway guys so this is the end of the show I hope you like it keep listening every Sunday I put out a new episode and um, don't forget to watch me on Twitch I got a live show there every Saturday at 3 o'clock live um, if there's any MMA fighters out there that are looking for interviews, uh, let me know. I got some interesting interviews coming up with a UFC fighter. Um, I like to get some Bellator, more Bellator fighters um, on the show. So if there's anybody listening to this that's fighting for Bellator and wants to get a shot on the show, go to www.marktosharkmmashow.com and um, go to the become a guest page and sign up and if you're your business out there you're looking to advertise your your brand your service your products go to the sponsor become a sponsor page and sign up there all right this is the shark signing off see you guys next week guys we're at the end of our show this is mark retorto i'm signing off and don't forget to follow us on our facebook page it's called the mark the shark mma show and it's mark with a c not a k and also feel free to leave us messages by using the anchor app and also don't forget if you look in the mood for a good action thriller book to buy my book called the cabal the saga begins it's available on amazon and barnesandnoble.com and if you need a good book for your kid get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes and & Noble and Amazon.com Alright guys I hope you enjoyed the show and 
continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you.